Some of you are going to find this a bit incredulous, but here's something that federal, state, and local governments all tell us to do that we should actually listen to. Eat more fruits and vegetables. You've heard about the health benefits of increasing plant-based nutrients into your diet, but how can you easily consume all the fruits and veggies needed? Well, it's easy. By adding Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity into your meals. Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity is a power blend that has 31 fruits and vegetables in every scoop. Organic vegetables, super greens, super fruits, and super sprouts. It is fortified with essential vitamins plus an immunity boost. And right now, you can get a free two-week supply of Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity by just paying $8.95 for the shipping and handling. And not only that, you'll also get a free frother to quickly whip up your healthy and nutritious grown American drink. Go to grownamericansuperfood.com forward slash John and order today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. This is Sirius XM Progress. We're at 866-997-4748. 866-997-GRIT. You know, most of America's 10 biggest cities saw big surges in hate crimes last year. Increases that averaged 11% to a record 2,173 cases. This is from a piece in Axios not long ago. And the third straight year of spikes in major surges in hate crimes came, of course, as the Israel-Hamas war. Sparked jumps in anti-Muslim hate and anti-Jewish hate crimes in the final month, months of 2023. So we were on course last year to end the year with one of the largest annual drops in homicides on record. But the hate crimes still went up. Hate crimes are typically defined as violence stemming from victims, race, color, sexuality, religion and national origin. Uh, This was the largest percentage spike of the nation's 10 largest cities last year. San Diego, Chicago, L.A. hit records going back to the early 1990s when National Hate Crimes Data Collection began. Here's what's really weird about this, because we learned this week a new analysis by the Anti-Defamation League that homicides tied to extremism went down in 2023. Again, not hate crimes, but murders tied to extremism actually went. Hate crimes went up. Murders tied to extremism went down. And Extremists were involved in the killing of at least 17 people in 2023 in seven separate incidents. The ADL found that all of those killings were tied to right-wing extremists, mostly white supremacists. So hate crimes went up, extremism went down, but 100% of homicides tied to extremism were right-wing extremists. But you already knew that. Let's go to the phones. Sean and Callie have been on hold forever. Thank you for your patience. You're on Sirius XM. Hello. Hey, all good, John. Brother, a great show. Uh, so 
I, I've just been on this thing at President's Day, you know, yesterday and all that. I'm thinking yes. about all that. And, of course, you had the worst president of all time um, in Donald Bin Laden. It's not my opinion, people. It's everyone's opinion <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that isn't voting for him. So my point is, is that, you know, we need to not make mistakes that we've made in the past, which is so funny, right? So simple. So simple even I can do it. The thing of it is, is remember 2000, Bush v. Gore, all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I, I have this on my mind. I'm sorry. I got to do this because okay. it's like 9-11 happened. Boom, bam, bing. What decisions do you make? Well, we know that bin Laden attacked us, right? And then you make decisions after that. What are you going to do? Well, we kind of screwed that whole thing up, right? Not we, you and me, but George W. Bush, you know, right. took his eye off the ball, went to uh, Iraq and did that whole thing, which they probably okay. already yeah. wanted to do. Okay. But my yeah. thing is here, the same thing for us voters. We know what Donald bin Laden did on January 6th. We know. So let's not be stupid because it's 2024. We don't have to educate everybody. Democrats don't have to do a great campaign and have everyone. Yes, they're going to do the best we can do. But my Mm -hmm. goodness, are you kidding me? People have got to have something, John. We have to give them a challenge to, like, pay attention. Because if we make this mistake again, it's ball game. It's over. We've taken our eye off the ball. Because we were lucky in the sense of uh, after 9-11 that we didn't, uh, you know, empower um, uh, people that hated us that much. But we did. I don't. I mean, How I don't about- know. I, we, we didn't have to. I mean, George W. Bush yeah. sent, sent 4,486 troops to their deaths for a lie. And they exploited 9-11 to get there, and it killed up to a million people in the region. I mean, it just it's just it's still shocking to me that people think that Donald Trump is worse than George W. Bush on some days. You know, it really is. I mean, Donald Trump killed more Americans, but, you know, that was more due to sloth and sending armies to do it. You know, let's not give him another chance is what my whole point is. I don't think we are. Listen, I I think (laughs) I I think everything is proceeding exactly as it's supposed to be. And I think we're all going to look back on this year and ask ourselves, why were we so terrified? But we're not there yet. We need to be terrified. We need to be horrified. We need to think, holy shit, this racist reality show clown could become president again. And we've all got to be at DEFCON 3 all day long. It's just we have to stay on high alert because what matters is high turnout. If there is high turnout, Donald Trump goes to jail. If there is low turnout, Donald Trump goes to the White House. That's it. Boom. The most important emotion, most powerful is fear. But. The most important one is hope. And so if you have hope that you can make something better, don't predict catastrophe. I don't want to hear people saying, oh, he's going to lose. He's too old and all that. I want you to get active. Get out there. Make it happen. Make Mm. us win. I mean, us, the normal patriotic Americans who love this country, don't want to see it get in the hands of a dictator. Let's get active. Okay, you inspired me, Sean. This one year, this one time, I'll vote. This one time, I'll vote. That's it. Thank you, man. 866-997-4748. Elizabeth in Texas, thank you so much for your patience on hold. Hello. Oh, dear. Hello, John. How are you? Hi. I'm very good. How are you? Um, I'm fine. Uh, 
I'll try to. Yeah, I have a whole little notebook of things. Oh, my. Okay. I'm going to start right here. Life (laughs) begins at first breath. That's what the Bible says. Life ends. We have all kinds of medical interventions right now. Okay, so you need to hit viability and to get into the spiritual, which I will in a minute, and the other okay. thing is soul. When does the soul come in? You know, if you want to talk to the Christians, but God says that kid ain't breathing, that kid is dead. And That's also, according to the Bible, yeah. Life, and uh, unplug those machines, let them go. You know, uh, yeah. hard and cruel, but that's, it, you know, but that's, that's the, the whole, book. You know, it's like Judaism is not against abortion in the Bible. Yeah. The, yeah. Life begins with first life breath at first breath. OK, so anyway, um, so <laughs> thank you, Elizabeth. The, yeah, uh, uh, I need uh the uh, people to go on the offensive against these Christian people and these uh, Christian rights. And, you know, I've called you before and yelled at you. They're not state Christians. It's not, not like they're selling, like, artificial designer clothes that are trying to make it to be, you know, look like designer clothes. You know, mm-hmm. no, these people are not trying to look like Christians. They are anti-Christian. So yeah. um, I was listening. Well, you know, but, but again, Elizabeth, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. Elizabeth, I'm sorry. Elizabeth, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I don't know that they're anti. Here's the problem I have. And I've had this discussion with a lot of atheist friends and maybe this is what Christian is, right? Not, not Christ follower. Um, like they're not Christ followers. And maybe we need to distinguish. There's two groups of Christians. There's Christ follower and there's Jesus club. And Jesus Club doesn't actually give a shit what Jesus says. They just like to be in Jesus Club. They don't follow him at all. But but re- this right. is religion okay. since None this country of those began. Words are offensive. We need to get more offensive, which means attacking. Okay. Okay. Um, in that, you're devil worshippers. You're mm. Satan followers. I think you if you call them that, Satan. they're not going to take you seriously. You are. You, I don't I, give a shit. They are. They I are know following they are. Satan. But if you, yeah, when you say you that, are, they'll... But you won't say it. You won't fucking say it. <laughs> In their they minds, that's worse. not true, Elizabeth. In their minds, they don't think they follow Satan. They think they I follow Jesus. I don't give Jesus. a shit. Look <laughs> at the facts. I understand, look but the facts their, are... Look I would at their goddamn book. I know, but that's why I'd rather ask them, Elizabeth, that's why I'd rather ask them, all right, I don't have to participate in this. I would rather ask them questions than call them names. I'd rather say to them, show me one teaching of Jesus in your holy book that Donald Trump is not the opposite of. Show me one teaching of Christ from the Gospels this Republican Party has fought for in this century. If I tell them, if I ask them questions like that, that's going to reveal their ignorance and hypocrisy. But if I just call them names, it's going to convince them that they're right. We can do both. We can call them names, but we should also call them out. Bacon, which is like, oh, I'm almost touching your breath. So, yes, I'm going to uh, go away. No, mm. you need to go on the 
on the attack. Yeah, they are well. not. They are disavowing their faith. I agree. Okay? They, I agree. This is their language. This yes. is their language. They That's not mine. And they are. But so you don't know the word devil. You don't know the word evil. You know, I don't believe they're devil I mean, worshippers. I believe they're suckers well, and frauds. Yeah. I don't believe they're devil worshippers. No. I think they're I think they're oh, hypocrites I and frauds see. and suckers. You know, I was I was listening. You know, going through my podcast. By the way, oh God, the uh, Daily Beans today. Yes, totally rocks. It's a great Man, podcast. You got to listen to it. Yes. Okay. There is, yes. there is a beautiful. Thing. But but Elizabeth, are you uh, suggesting these people are literal? Are you are you suggesting these people are literal Satan worshippers that they literally worship the Dark Lord and kiss the cloven yes. hoof and drink blood and Absolutely. all this draw pentagrams and yeah here, you're giving here, them okay the they're thing. they're not that hip Elizabeth you're giving them too much credit now was it oh I don't know okay Daniel. okay Satan says <laughs> why we why we ceded religion to the right and yeah. the way she put it these people are anything but godly. I agree. All right? Is, I, I agree. Know, but is that a good is that a good description of them? As I said, you need to fucking go on the attack. It's I not, think oh, I've been on the... You, Elizabeth, you, you know what? I, maybe. I know you are doing wonderful. I, I see <laughs> that you're not saying fake Christians anymore. You no, I still say fake Christians. Christians. No, I say fake Christians. I say it all the time. I say They're revoltingly fake Christians. Okay. They are worshiping Satan. They I know, but they're not worshiping. Satan. They're not worshiping Satan. They're not. Yes, they're not they secretly yes, they drawing are. pentagrams on the ground, and they're not. Uh, I mean, no, no, no. maybe Those a couple of them are. You know what? I can tell by their. I, I can tell by their music taste. They're not. They're not worshiping Satan. They're not. They're not that hip. They are. They are. They are. No. Anyway, I love no, they're. I love talking to you, even as crazy as this is. They are lazy, spiritual narcissists. They are frauds. They. No, they don't have their shit together enough to worship Satan. Satan. And they don't nah. know it. I don't. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll agree to disagree on this one. I don't no, consider Donald Trump to be Satan, and they worship him. He's not the Antichrist no, he either. Is Satan. He is Satan's servant. And yeah, I would agree so with that. Putin. Yeah. yeah, I would agree and with that, too. So is Putin. Yeah, so is absolutely. Putin. Oh, they're both of them. who they worship. They are All Satan's right. porn. And Satan has them up here to get himself up. aroused. And this, like, oh, they are anything but godly. Correct. That is not fucking enough. Call I, them I agree. They are. they are Satan okay. worshipers. Yeah, I'm not going to call them that, but I'll 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 call them other things. I'll I'll call them grab them no, by the pussy evangelicals. I'll call them Christo fascists. I'll call them to their name here down in. I'll call them their faces. I invite them to call here. Any conservative Christian folk listening to this? Here's my question to you. Name one teaching of Jesus conservatives actually fight for. This may require you reading the Bible for the first freaking time. But call us at 866-997-4748 and tell me what I got wrong about this. And if you mess with me, I'm going to sick Elizabeth on you because she'll call you worse things than I will. Quick break. We'll be right back. This is Progress. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. 
I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. Friends, I hope you'll join me on my audio podcast, Justice Matters. We talk about not only the legal issues of the day, but we also talk about the need to reform ethics in our government. Here's one example, the oath of office. You know the one. I do solemnly swear to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Let's add 22 words to that oath. Quote, and I will promptly report any instances of crime and or corruption by government officials and employees of which I become aware. Friends, our democracy is worth fighting for. Join us in this fight, because justice matters. Look for Justice Matters wherever you ordinarily find your podcasts. I'm John Fugelsang. This is SiriusXM Progress. Let's get to the phones. We're going to be joined in just a minute by our comedy daddy, Keith Price. But first, let's go. Uh, Jeff in L.A., thank you for your patience on hold. You're on SiriusXM. Uh, what a fantastic show, Mr. Fugelsang. Um, oh, thank you. A lot, of death, a lot of death penalty stuff tonight. Sorry, guys. Hope it's okay. Well, no, I, I worked um, many, many, seems like thousands of years ago. I, I was privileged. I had an internship uh, when I was in law school uh, in the county jail in San Francisco. And San Francisco being the great liberal commie, I'm kidding, of course, <laughs> liberal <laughs> sitting, it is. I mean, truly, well, I, I don't know. There's so many wealthy people there, I, and there's so much poverty, I, I wonder. But, yeah. but like anyhow, it had a very... Say again? Oh, like yeah, like most right. cities, yeah. But but still called out as you know those absurd names by our enemies. Um, yeah. There was a sheriff there, and he uh, was way before his time before progressive uh, prosecutors. And in San Francisco, the the uh, public defenders actually elected. Um, a- anyhow, so so the. Um, the uh, so I, I was privileged to work uh, both in the public defenders. I mean, interned, and I had to work in the county jails. And the sheriff at that time, remember San Francisco, not L.A. So don't confuse him with Baca. Um, he he had a, a, a service prisoner in, inside the jail, and I worked in the jail, and uh, it, it was amazing. Um, obviously, you know, there was a jail, not prison. So, but. Right. Um, I worked with clients not on their legal case and their legal case that they were fighting, but in terms of uh, collateral issues that they were facing. Um, anyhow, amazing sheriff. And, and we wrote a paper against the three strikes law, which thank God we struck down. And California almost almost took out the death penalty. Yeah. Um, 
It was very upsetting that we did not finish that. It'll happen in our lifetime. Uh, It'll happen in our lifetime. California police knew some beyond that one. Um, so anyhow, I was just thinking, uh, oh, I wanted to share, I told your screener, I wanted to share something I thought was just pretty amazing. Um, Please. Cute, kind of humanistic quotes, even though I'm more... Uh, okay. What do you want I to share? I like to try to try try to tie the passion with the with the logic and whatnot but bring it to us take uh, us there okay so i i i'm in south central well i don't know if it's south central LA, south la which is really not that bad just you know people like to bump it up um to make movies but i was over to 7-eleven on my way back from work mm-hmm. um and what i do is house people um okay. And so I'm, I'm driving back, so I'm in some of the poorest areas and area okay. where I live. Anyhow, and so so I, I walk in, and, and I'm white. I, I mean, I consider myself Jewish, but I'm physically okay. white. Okay. And um, it was as though I wasn't there, and people were just talking, um, and there were some black people there, and, and this... Um, and they were saying, "Oh, black! You know, the white man want to do this, that, and the." And I'm just standing there, so I'm. They, they don't even recognize me, as though I'm right. Okay. You know, white. Mm-hmm. So maybe they got a sense. Like I don't really care. I don't see that stuff. So a woman okay. next to me says, "You know, not all not all white people are racist, and not all black people are mad." And I said, "Speak it. You got it. You nailed it." I go, that, that, that's where we need to be. We need to be in a place where, I mean, if you are racist, you're probably, you're in the Republican Party generally. This is going to be um, really awkward I, in a minute because I'm bringing on Keith and, and, and I'm really racist and Keith's mad all the time. So this is going to be really awkward. <laughs> but but go ahead, but, Jeff. But my, my, my point was just that, you know, I mean, yeah, but it's really important that we, we come together. I always think of it in terms of unions work. You know, um, we don't have to worry. You know, like Dr. King said, a lot of the way we can fix what's wrong, and, you know, me and my unions, or me and my support for unions, I died to form another right. one mm-hmm. gladly. Um, he said, how do we fix what happened? He goes, through unions. And, after, and unions had been discriminatory in that time. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw that in Merv Griffin, and 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 really, it's the how. And that, how do you get workers together if you're going to fight about races? And in fact, in the NLRA, it's illegal to bring up uh, um, sentiments to to racism uh, during an election, unlike and, regular but they, elections. But they they used racism to kill the unions. I mean, that's that's how they broke well, the yeah, unions. Yeah, they used it outside outside but not in a campaign that, that's what's odd about it but inside inside an actual campaign you know like employer against union yeah they it it, it would be it's an unfair labor practice to appeal to racial sentiments now it's what's interesting what you just said is exactly right the right to work laws were all formed by the, the white you know racist the white uh-huh. yeah um and and it was it was an idea of oh no uh the you know, minorities, other groups are going to become uh, like us and have money and have power, so we better stop yeah. it. And they came up with this not nonsense called right to work laws. And I hope, I hope maybe you could bring Jennifer Abuzo on. Um, but anyhow, the general counsel of the NLR, NLRB, um, mm-hmm. amazing work she's doing there. But okay. um, 
Love to have her. We got to keep her. So vote for Biden. I don't want to hear any more stuff about his age or anything. It's uh, over. You're going to hear more. You're you going to hear more. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep forget it because if you want Jennifer Abuzo in there, you want to keep HUD, you want to keep your vouchers, you want to keep the you know progress on wages, you want to keep all that, you better you, vote man. for him or you might lose I, it. I know. And Listen, I'm, I'm telling everyone. People. The editorial board of the Houston Chronicle wrote the most incredible endorsement for Joe Biden this weekend. And it, I mean, the accomplishments of an administration dedicated to governing, one that believes in the power of government to make life better for the American people is a key reason we heartily endorse the reelection of President Joe Biden. The other reason, equally important, is to fend off the chaos, corruption and danger to the nation that would accompany the return of Donald Trump to the White House. The president has his shortcomings, to be sure, but what his administration has managed to get done during the past three years is a potent reminder to his fellow Democrats, independents and Republicans who have somehow resisted Trump's cultish appeal that the nation has a viable alternative. It's a hell of an endorsement in the Houston Chronicle. Wow. Texas coming out for Biden. Everyone needs to read it. They, It's really, really good. Uh, it's 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 pretty strong, Jeff. I got to run because my and, comedy and daddy I, is waiting. Can I say one more thing? Okay. Yeah. I really quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, I, I want to call out. Um, first of all, uh, p- power to the the unions in Florida. They're fighting an, a really ugly law there to 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 dismantle public unions. Yeah. Um, exempting the police and the firefighters. Of, of course. course, like they um, always do. Yeah, just like in Wisconsin. And another thing, I I. I I listen to his show periodically, but he, he let it out. Uh, Smirkon has called uh, uh, Mr. Fain a union boss. There are no bosses in unions. Unions are presidents. They're answerable to their members, unlike okay, CEOs. Okay, but, but, but Anyhow, that doesn't seem... I just had to say I'm, that. Not, I'm not willing to say that... I'm not going to nail Smirconish for that. I mean, he called him a union boss. It's not like he called him a union thug or a union goon. I mean, he just... He called him the boss. Is that somehow an epithet? I, I don't... It is to me, because I hear it many times, and it's thrown around by yeah. CEOs... Um, okay. But I, I just was wondering, is, is he really in the middle? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. has got this rare medical condition where he'll die if he's not exactly in the middle all the time. I've guest hosted his show. It's a very rare chromosomal disorder. Yes, he's 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 so in the middle. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know where the middle is anymore. I kind of think Joe Biden's in the middle. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really understand. You know what I mean? To me, Joe Biden oh, is a very healthy middle. Say, go ahead. It, I got to um, go quick. My guest Christian. is falling asleep. I, I know. I got yes. to let you go. Christian, yeah, you do. Uh, Angela Merkel. Um, so maybe for, for, for our Republicans, we could call them the uh, conservative, non-American, re- conservative Republican Party. It's, it's catchy. In Germany. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a little bit wordy, but... Conservative, Germany, conservative non-American Republican Party. Party. Uh, you know what? I think grabbed yeah. by the pussy evangelicals has got a bit more zing to it. But, but keep working on it, Jeff. I like it. Right on. But let's not connect it with Angela Merkel and the great work of that party in Germany. I didn't even bring her up, but thank you. Always happy to give a shout out to my girl Angela. Jeff, yes, you're a gentleman. Please. Thank you so very much. Have a good evening. But right now it is time to bring the pride and the power back because Keith Price is not just a comedian, not just an actor, not just a writer, not just a broadcaster extraordinaire. He was the first openly gay and first openly black radio host at Sirius XM when he co-anchored the morning show on the late lamented breakthrough channel OutQ. Do your soul a favor and catch his wonderful Broadway-focused Instagram, Keith Price's Curtain Call, Comedy Daddy, I have missed you. Greetings from Los Angeles. Hello, darling. How are you? 
You're all up I'm, in that big old studio just luxuriating. I'm feeling more comfortable with more possibilities ahead of me than Hunter Biden's attorneys right now is how I'm feeling. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. How are you? You've had a better week than Donald Trump, like the last week uh, and the week yes. before that. Are you kidding? I just got a new pair of sneakers in the uh, through Zappos the other day. So I'm very happy. <laughs> really? Were your My new sneakers? Was great. Were your new sneakers Air J6ers and they were spray painted tacky gold and red on the bottom? And I mean, did did you were you selling them to try to <laughs> offset your I, rape and I, fraud I, charges? I found some outside this truck next to the, the freeway. There's a Very whole nice. box full of them. I'm sure. Oh, my God. Is that the most pathetic thing you've ever seen in your entire life? I'm loving every minute of it. I mean, he got heckled by the crowd at SneakerCon the day after he's told to pay up. First of all, right. You want to do this? You want to do it? First off, Keith, this man ripped off insurance companies and Mm -hmm. banks and the IRS and he's mm-hmm. still not likable. Like normally, you rip off those three people. I'm, I, I might cheer it. Go, you know. No, he's still not likable. Uh, then he shows up the next day. His, he gets this half a billion dollar fine. He shows up the next day at SneakerCon, where he gets Uncle heckled. I, I mean, Keith, it, it begs a real serious question: Can a racist hat salesman transition to be a racist sneaker salesman i mean we don't talk about this in politics enough but does he as someone who was very successful as a racist who sold hats uh-huh. can he be a, a an adjudicated rapist who sells shoes i mean it, it's not an easy crossover keith you know this it's you, like you michael would, jordan trying to play think. baseball yeah you, you would think but somehow some way he's gonna give it the old college try ain't he you, oh, you know God. it's it the desperation that way, it's like it reeks off of him in such a horrific way that it's a, a, it must be the scent that has all of these people like just knocked out with stupidity. Like it just, you know, and like and other people's <laughs> olfactory senses because of critical thinking and other things, our olfactory senses can smell the bullshit. And yet, yeah, you know, we still have to keep dealing with it. And these people are just damn near swimming in it and i just don't understand it i don't well, understand, you can understand it. it keith hang on a second you want you can sniff out the bullshit but you also know at different times in life how seductive it is to have someone show up and offer you very easy answers to very complex issues and tell you everything you want to hear it's called being in love and it's very easy to be led astray and bamboozled and otherwise uh, hoodwinked <laughs> by the right charismatic who comes around with the right words. I'm not surprised at all that Donald Trump is this popular among low-wattage white people because he tells them everything they want to hear. And and I've always said this, every president, even the bad ones like Bush, appeal to the better angels of our nature. I mean, Bush did. Most of the time. I will always give Bush credit. It was fucking psychopath mass murderer, but he kept reminding people don't be mean to Muslims while we bond them overseas, right? (laughs) Trump shows up. And he's like, hey, folks, I'm a millionaire at birth and I'm a big, racist, corrupt fucking asshole who gets away with everything. How do you like that? And that's like drugs for some people. I mean, he validates the shittiest parts of of the individual human id. Like he he's not appealing to better angels of our nature. He's saying you go ahead and be as shitty and racist and woman hating and Jew hating and Muslim hating and homophobic as you want, folks. I got your back. And like in a world where liberals and civil rights leaders are telling us to be better, Keith, for morally lazy shit heels, that's a really attractive <laughs> offer. But you know, the sad part is, 
It's an attractive offer that they don't realize they're not going to get anything out of. They're all sucked in, but they don't realize they're getting sucked in to be let down. And and the sad part is it's not going to be until after they get let down, then they're going to turn around and look at all of us and go, well, what are we going to do? It's like, oh, no, what are we going to do, bitch? You the ones that started all this dumb shit. Now you got to <laughs> clean it up. That's where I'm at with it now. I'm so sick of it. It's like, you know, the thing is, is that we're going to wind up. I hope that I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine that this election cycle, we have to like really talk to those little whiny, hiney ones that are like, I'm just mad because they didn't get what I wanted this term from him. And I Biden know. said this about like we have to get to them because if we don't get to them and remind them that, yes, certain things were not given to us so certain things we did not get in this this last ask we didn't get all these things however at some point in time you have to recognize that we're not going to get everything and so yeah. let's look at the shit that we have first before we get mad about what we didn't get and start yeah. going down that checklist and then once we go down that checklist and be like well all right we'll give him one more time you know what i mean it's like I would rather see them understand it from that perspective. But again, that's going to involve something my friend and I said that we don't see a lot anymore in America, which is critical thinking and critical oh my thinking God. would change the entire dynamic. And when, you know, my friend's now a, a substitute school teacher in Texas, and he was telling me about how, like, they don't even teach Shakespeare in, in high school English. How do you get through high school English and not teach a Shakespeare class? I mean, in Texas, Keith? Yeah. Well, <laughs> sadly, that's part of the reason. But I mean, you know, even when I was living in Texas, we had Shakespeare. You know? It's yeah, like true. you had Romeo yeah. and Juliet in the ninth grade, Julius mm -hmm. Caesar in the 10th, Macbeth oh, right. in the 11th, and King Lear, if you did just regular senior English with just one composition factor, or if you did the combination AP <laughs> literature class, then you got all the other Shakespeare stories. I know, I was saying. a freak. I, I read all that. I was an AP. I just read all that shit on my own because I was you weird. You um, all of that shite, you know? But, but you no, know, you're right. I mean, I was quoting earlier. You know, this this president has achieved so much. It's it's kind of crazy. And I have lots of problems with him. And I'm going to call continue to call for a ceasefire every night. I will say it was wrong to send cluster bombs to Ukraine, even though I support what they're doing. But I was reading a bit earlier of the Houston Chronicles endorsement of Joe Biden, which they published. I have to go back pretty and early I'm in the year. Find that. It's really good. I just want to read a little bit of it. This is this is Houston says, um, no, Bidenomics alone didn't save us, but neither did they damn us. The economy has recovered from the perils of the pandemic and is now healthier than that of any other advanced nation. With unemployment approaching a 50-year low, companies large and small need workers. Notice the help wanted signs and shop windows. Inflation is trending downward, despite all the dire prophecies of economists. Without the bitter medicine of a recession or high unemployment. Food prices are still high. Hardworking Americans are still wincing at grocery store receipts, but gas prices have fallen as the U.S. produces more oil than any country in history, including Saudi Arabia. In an ongoing effort to wean ourselves off fossil fuels, the administration is investing $7 billion in an ambitious solar-powered project. And Keith, it just goes on and on and on through infrastructure, all the jobs added. I mean, the strategic mm -hmm. sector investments in employment distressed counties to help poor people of all backgrounds. Like Houston brought the receipts, Affordable yep. Care Act. 21 million Americans are now enrolled and Medicare has the power to negotiate with Big Pharma. I, I, I've come to believe, Keith, that all this talk about this old man's age is going to be last year's news by the time we get to the summer. I really think there's going to be a backlash to the ageism shit. 
Well, you know, here's what's going to have to happen, though. It's like, and as much as I love the Houston Chronicle for making this fantastic display, we're going to have to see that go on all year long. We're going to have to keep reminding people every day, like a broken record, of the things that they have gotten and the things that they have have, have managed to get in this administration. And it's going to have to be on a on a loop in order for it to work because that's what the other side does. The other side just keeps that stupid shit on a loop and those people just suck it up like it's nobody's business. And it's sort Mm -hmm. of like, you know, let's try putting something of actual positivity in the loop and see what happens if we keep, you know, saying it over and over again. Let's see what happens when we grind it that way and see if you can pick up more people that are so busy admiring all that foolishness and kind of go, hey, look, those guys over there are having fun. What are they talking about that's different? But, you know, the Republican Party, they've got lots of ideas and they have lots of fun. You know what they're going to do? You know what their, their newest fun thing is to get the kids to, to be a fan of the party and all? Um, they're they're going to they're gonna shut down our government. They're going to do it again, <laughs> yeah. Keith. Yeah, um, great. Mike Johnson, Mike jo- Trump's dirty little Johnson has a choice, right? Like this is <laughs> this guy can this guy can either um, have a fight with Democrats and shut down the government or he can make a deal with Democrats not shut down the government and lose his job. Like yeah. those are the two, this is, this is choices. If you're a speaker of the house, you work with Democrats to keep the government rolling, but that's what Kevin McCarthy did. And they freaking fired him for it. And now the government will go into partial shutdown unless a budget or something is passed by March 1st. My interns tell me, Keith, that's less than 10 days away. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have another and government we have shutdown. Extra day in this month. That's <laughs> we right. We got an extra day. I know. It's my wedding anniversary. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, we got married Hilarious. on leap day. We got married on well, we only wanted to acknowledge it every presidential election cycle. So yeah, we <laughs> we got we had to get married very last minute and uh very fast. Yeah. So that is literally if there's if there's a presidential election, I usually know, oh, I have to buy a gift. Um <laughs> but but they're they're gonna have a shutdown. And it looks yeah. like Republicans don't really understand that that doesn't work for them and has never made them look good no it hasn't ever made them look good but they still want to threaten the rest of the country with it as if it's a way to bend and make us yield to this stupidness and that's what's oh happening God. it's like i'm so tired and, of the stupid keith i'm so tired I, hold you me, and me hold both. Me. i'm so tired of it i the, and the thing the, is it's like you know how do you continue to you, you can't escape the stupidity if we keep giving it so much air you know, it's like at some point we just have to turn the microphones off on Matt Gates, and we have to turn the microphones yeah. off on Marjorie Taylor Greens. We're going to have to turn on the Lauren Boberts. We're just going to have to just not listen to them. It's sort of like if we stopped paying attention to Trump right now, like as a country, if the whole country just decided one day that they're not going to pay attention to Trump, he probably would implode because he has yes. no place to 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 be annoyed or be an, anointed. Either one. And I get that argument. At this point, you know, and at this point now, it's like, you know, that's what we have to stop doing is paying attention to all these people. Like we have but the to, flip side of it. But there's a flip side of it, Keith. The flip side is that these people are dangerous and we have to be vigilant and right. we have to know our shit. Like we, we have to stay right. prepared because. But. But there's enough people checking saying. out. There's so many people checking out, and the Trumpers aren't. The racists—they're all showing up to vote. The the Muslim haters, the Jewish haters, the woman haters, the immigrant haters—they are showing up. They're showing up, but you know they're showing up and not doing anything, but just being loud and annoying, and being in the way, and be, you know, and it's sort of like I feel like again, 
you know, the Democrats had the opportunity once again when they had the House and the Senate to just move yeah. forward. And Manchin and Cinema, whose names we don't seem to hear that much anymore, Hilaire, you know, mm-hmm. Manchin is like, just, I don't know if I'm going to run again. Nobody wants you to fucking run again, you pig. But <laughs> here's done. the thing. He's done. <laughs> but like Manchin and Cinema, like those two people literally held up the progress that would have had us in such a better place this time, yes, this they year. Did. They, I mean, stood in the way of it. Yeah, they were and, paid well. Paid well. Paid Mitch, McConnell, well. Mitch McConnell told Republican donors to give them the maximum because they were so in the way of any kind of progress that the American exactly. people voted for in 2020. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, we are, you know, still living under the 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 repercussions of that kind of foolishness and we're not fighting and that was the thing it's like like i said in those moments that's when chuck schumer should have pulled those two in that office and just i i say she should have just beat their asses that's what he just yeah, old-fashioned black mama let me take off my shoes let me get my <laughs> extension cord me, well you know what me... i think you you know what i think should have happened with those two right i think my, my whole plan was i don't see why we the people I'm I'm patriotic, Keith. I think we the people can do a much better job at buying off our public figures than lobbyists. That's why I said if all of us could send like a dollar to Mansion and Cinema, we could own them. And I call this bribe back better. Why can't we the people bribe our elected officials instead of uh, <laughs> lobbyist Regular, groups? You know, we have we, the thing is is that you know our our crowd sh- sharing scenario is it's a little harder to get more people to drop that dollar. You know what I'm saying? Because they need it. (laughs) You're right. They they actually need it. It's like, like, I'm trying to figure out though, like all these people that are looking at these $800 sneakers or whatever the hell it is. It's like, are they going to thank the Biden economy for them having enough money to be able to buy that stupid shit? Because that's the only thing that they got left going on. I'm just saying. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back. Uh, let me go to the phones. Um, Beachside Bill has been on the hold forever. Bill, you've been on hold since the Ford administration, and I thank you. Welcome. You're on with Keith Price. What's up? Hey, John and Keith, good evening. Hope all's well. Hi. Hey there. Hope doing. I hope, and, and I was listening to the uh, to the preacher early, not the preacher. What was his name? The, uh, uh, the Reverend, yeah, Re- Re- the, Reverend Jeff Hood. The Reverend, yes. I'm sorry, yeah. That's okay. And I fell, I fell for them. Uh, but I, I want to talk about quickly the Florida School for Boys. 
this Florida is, School this came Bulls. up this morning. Yeah, and this came up uh, this morning. I was watching the Florida Channel. And the Florida School for Boys is Doja School for Boys. Basically, they were rebellious boys. The school's 100 years old, over 100 years old. Yes. Back in the, and back in the, the 50s and 60s, teenagers then, rebellious teenagers, black and white boys were, were put in these boarding schools run by the state of Florida. And yeah. I don't see any religious affiliation with it. And, but no, anyway, this is the Doja, the Doja, Re, Doja Reform School, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, go on, please. And, these men this morning were, were, were uh, the survivors. There were there were a hundred survivors in the late sixties. There were a hundred that this, and out of those hundred, there were thirty five of them alive. And three of them spoke this morning, and they were really these 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 teenagers were were raped. They were beaten with uh, paddles. They, uh, they, they and the employees. They, they. I felt sorry for these men, John. I was crying this morning. I was. No, I've heard. Of, I've heard this story men. before. Yeah, this didn't break recently, though. This has been out there for a while, right? Yeah, it's been out there for uh, like twenty. Well, it's it came out. It came aboard. It, it came about in the late nineteen sixties. The horrors of what these men went through, and it, it, it really they were raped and 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 sodomized yeah. and beat with with paddles and and two by fours and then they yeah. cut and they the the boys there one boy he they explained this morning one boy had such bruises on his on his rear end on his ass that he, he couldn't sit there he was blood that the kids had to help him i it, no i've, I, I've heard about so this story because these so were like bad. these were like the boys who got in trouble these were the ones that everyone gave up on like like keith uh a lot of them were people who had, you know <laughs> been were like runaways or had skipped school or just boys who had yeah. been smoking or had broken homes i mean you know yeah. it's like if you're a if you're and this is the same thing we have now if you are a child that falls falls through the crack right falls through the cracks, you know, they will put you in Gladiator Academy, and you can call it Juvie Hall, or you can call it the Florida School for Boys, but this is what happens when there's no one out there fighting for you. Well, that's the pipeline, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, exa- it's the same thing yeah. going on right now. Same thing it's going on right now. Yeah, exactly. But the atrocities that these men went through, just the, the horror, yeah. and they're, they're in their 70s now, and they and they, they want to compensate these men and 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 it should go through, but I don't think this governor, I, this governor of mine, <clears throat> excuse me, is going to sign something like that. I, he he's a racist himself. Yeah. So, uh, right. I, these right. men and and they've been fighting for fifteen boys, years. At least eighty-one boys yeah. died at this. This is according to NPR. Yeah. At least eighty-one boys died at the Florida School for Boys, but only a handful of deaths are actually accounted for. I mean, mm-hmm. like. Over 100 deaths on campus between 1900 and 1973. We talk about, Keith, a lot about the residential schools in America and Canada where Mm -hmm. they sent Indian children to turn them white and torture them and rape them. Mm -hmm. And Canada's having a reckoning about that. America can't even talk about it. But this is not Mm -hmm. even a religious school. This was, And you're right, Bill. This was non-denominational. This was white kids, black kids alike. I assume they were mostly what you know. This is the late sixties. This happened. In, I was born in nineteen fifty-eight. This happened when I was born. I had no yeah. idea, of course. But I, it just okay. it, in my lifetime. My I was born. You know, when yeah. when this, this these atrocities were fucking happening. I had a fucked up childhood, but nothing like these these men today. I I, I, I look at the Florida Channel this morning. I these men. I I, I was crying, John. Literally, these men. So, Bill, just, what you're what you're saying is what, what you're saying is that Florida could be a fucked up, cruel place. That's what we're learning here today. Who knows? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, thank it you. Really, this is I, I, not a breaking story, yeah. but I'm a big fan of returning to horrific realities that uh, they wow. don't teach you in school. So, thank you, Bill.
I appreciate yes. it. Wow. Yes. Now that I Thanks. hate everybody, I'm going to go back to my show. <laughs> that Bill, thank you very much. I appreciate it. We got to take a quick mm-hmm. break, or I'm going to go to jail. Uh, Frank Vignola is going to join us when we come back. Keith, my good friend, Fabulous. who is uh, not just a great comic, he is the boss, the curator, and the Mac behind the Good Karma Comedy Festival. And I'm doing a show for them in Hanover, Pennsylvania this coming Sunday. And I uh, want to talk to Frank, find out what it's all about, and talk about some headlines as well. Will you stay with us, Keith? I sure will be here, my darling. Where am I? Captain, my captain. Okay, we're at 866-997-4748. Back in just a second. This is Progress. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back on SiriusXM at 866-997-4748. Joined by our comedy daddy, the spiritual leader of 7,000 Muslims around the world, 25,000 Hindus, and over 2 million Scientologists, it's Keith Price. Keith, it's good to have you with us. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me back. I'm I'm hoping my flock is listening. (laughs) Indeed they are. Uh, I'm very pleased to welcome in another deranged genius to the show. I'm a big fan of uh, Frank Vignola. He's done the show a million times. He's a very, very funny guy, Uh, a mainstay in the New York City comedy club scene and a great touring comic. But Frank is also the twisted mind behind the Good Karma Comedy Festival. And because I like this man and he's so funny, I, I, I said, yeah, I'd love to do a show. Now, I've never been to the Church of Satire in Hanover, Pennsylvania, but all my friends have told me it's a great, great room. It is a great pleasure, Keith, to welcome back to our show our good friend, comedian Frank Vignola, joining us from New hey. York. Hello, Frank. Hi. Just give me a second. I'm, I'm busy ordering a pair of Never Surrender sneakers. Please do, Just yes. give me like one second. You Please, know, you yes. Know how, you know how they say that uh, things sometimes are so tough that families are sometimes one missed paycheck away from being homeless? Yeah. Well, now it's going to be one pair of Never Surrender sneakers. I know. Away it's, from oh, being almost $399. We have to donate to the Trump family. We have to. I don't want to see Don Jr. have to get his first job. We have to donate to these people, Frank. Listen, not to jump in too quickly to, to the other thing, but Nikki Haley has got to stay in this race because the longer that she keeps him away from hooking up with the RNC, the longer he's got to go private money and can't go with the RNC money. So That's a really good point that no one's brought up yet, but you're right. 
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He's got to go out of his own coffers for all this legal stuff all the way until he is officially the candidate, which is why he's rushing to make this happen in March. Okay, but let me ask you about that. I, I, I love I, that. I, I, I yeah. like that, and I like anything that, that uh, casts aspersions and reminds us how awful Nikki Haley is. But, I mean, she's already said that she's going to endorse him, she's going to vote for him, and she said if she became president, she would pardon him. So right. why do you think she's staying in the race? Does she have an interest in bleeding this guy dry, or is she just in this because, for selfish reasons, she's going to launch her campaign in uh, 2028, so raise all the funds you can now? I think she, you know how teams make adjustments at halftimes in games? I think she picked <laughs> up, I think she picked up Chris Christie's program, which is I want to hang around in case the legal stuff implodes in a way he doesn't expect it to. Mm -hmm. I think he's right, Keith. Well, I, I mean, mean, I don't. That, well, I mean, it, it would be a very smart move, but. At the same time, the way that they're trying to delay all of these these pending court cases, because I mean, he's already mm -hmm. four hundred million in, right? Right. Oh right. yeah. Well, more than so, that. So like, he's 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 going to be really trying to get these cases as, as thrown out or delayed as long as possible for that's the option it. that he might win enough to be able to like destroy all of the work that's been done to try to get at him. And so you know. Yeah, it's just fun watching this white man scream. That's all I'm saying because he is. Well, then just... I want I want I want to play this clip for the two of you because uh, here here's my question. I ask you both as comedic minds, and the question is: Is this guy good for comedy? Is he still good for comedy? Was he ever good for comedy, or is this bad for comedy? But this is Donald Trump, a four at a Michigan rally. He marked another day complaining about the justice system being broken because it is holding a wealthy racist grifter accountable. A four. This last case is. We haven't done anything wrong. How about the one two weeks ago? A woman, I'm saying, who the hell is she? Who is the woman? It's so unfair what's happening in our country. I thought she was our my second wife. Our court system is a mess. What's happening in our country, they have to straighten it out. Listen to the crowd's not paying attention. All you see is bitterness attention. and revenge and hatred. Judge and Gorin just find me $355 million for doing everything right. 355 and these repulsive nope. abuses of power are not just uh, an attack on me. They're really an attack on you and all Americans. It's a disgusting, it's a disgusting thing. I deal with the if bank. If they can go after me the for raping, they can go after you. There's no victims. There's no anything. $355 million. I paid off a mortgage for a tiny fraction of that amount. I borrowed money, and they wanted me to borrow the money. I didn't even need the money. They want because that's what they do. They loan money, and they like to loan it to good people. I think we've heard enough. Um, that guy. <laughs> I mean, he's so stupid. And like that was Donald Trump telling a room full of supporters all the things he wants to do for them and how he wants to help the middle class um, by like. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but if I was on a date, <laughs> I wouldn't be telling the woman uh, how much money I had just lost in court that day. I wouldn't be bragging about especially, it. But it's like, especially if one of the reasons you lost money is for allegedly raping somebody. It's like exactly right. Not so not sexy, Daddy. I'm just. But, I mean, Frank, is this is this guy good for comedy? Is it? I mean, it, it's it, comedy clubs are divided over this. It depends on how much of an existential threat you really think Donald Trump is. Okay. If, you, if you think Donald Trump is truly in his second term going to be the end of the American experiment, if you think he's going to be the end of democracy, if you think he's going to find a way to stay installed, put the next guy in, all that sort of thing, 
then it's not funny at all. If right. you think Donald Trump is a flu that we got to get through one more bout with, but in another four years, come hell or high water, he's gone, even if he wins, and there's nobody with that celebrity apprentice kind of appeal to follow him up because DeSantis doesn't have that and Tucker Carlson doesn't have that and his son doesn't have that, then he could be great for comedy. Mm. So mm. it depends on whether or not he is genuinely an existential threat to us as a nation. Wow. Well, that's a yeah. lot to put on the comic when you're getting on stage. My, <laughs> yeah. How do I attach yeah. a dick joke to but that I, logic? But, but you're right. But I mean, you know, I, like I believe of him as being the threat that he is, but I can't, I just can't wrap my head around why other people don't see it. That uh, to me, that's because where the other people is. are it's white like... and ma- other people are white, male and straight, Keith. I mean, well, like, like, let's be honest, Frank, guys like you and me are going to be fine. When Trump is no president, how, how, no matter what happens. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I also think sometimes when we talk about what could possibly happen, you know, uh, maybe when you look at what it would actually we say things and they're and they're threatening sound bites. But then we think, what would that really t- look like? Right. Like yeah. I hear all the time, every few months, Texas seceding. Do you have any idea what it actually looked like for Texas? To secede, <laughs> do you know how long it would actually take? Do you know how? But do you know everything that would actually have to happen? And yeah, how that happens. would take? But we just say it like it's a thing. Like right. Texas, you know, they would say it about Biden. He's going to pack the court. Do you have any idea how long it would take for Biden to like get through yeah. whatever he's got to get through to set up the infrastructure, then go out? And That's get so true. Judges? So he could have did that in, at the beginning. I'm just saying he had yeah. the chance, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Which is probably why Obama tackled health care right out of the gate, because he knew how long it was going to take. The political capital was going to take actually like, you know, uh, actually like the rebar that he was going to have to lay to be able to pour that concrete. Yeah. Right. But a lot of times we get into the rhetoric of saying this is going to happen. That's going to happen. This is going to happen. That's so part of me is almost like if Trump wins. As much as I loathe him, let's just get through that last round of the flu and move on. Because unless it's the end of the experiment, in four years, he's done. And, and if, he's president, ha- if he's president again, we will be funnier than we've ever been. We will ridicule him as much as ever. We will not lose our minds with anger and rage. We will just mm-hmm. fucking use ridicule on this guy. And we will enjoy watching him completely collapse because that's sort of what happened last time, too. Well, this is the argument that I get in with a lot of uh, the people on my side, is I keep saying maybe it's the best thing in the world for the country for Trump to win if he's oh, not mm. the exis- if mm. he's not the ex listen, Ooh. wait, if he's not the existential experiment, because then it's four years of the flu, but then there's nobody to follow him up and the Republican Party is in tatters, which means maybe then this nation can truly start to rise from the ashes yeah, and become but- what it should have been. Yeah, yeah what I'll say to that. What? Go ahead, Keith. I was just gonna say what we witnessed in the first four years of him being there right. with not a true sense of what he could totally get away with versus another four years of him knowing exactly what he can get away with and how much he can push the envelope because he's done nothing but push the envelope since before he started this whole process. And, and so I'll, as yeah. long as we don't shut him off, we're stuck. Oh, I in, agree. The, in, in the 14 states that have banned abortions since the Dobbs decision, mm-hmm. there have been half a million rapes reported and 67,000 pregnancies from rape reported in these 14 states, 26,000 in Texas alone. So that's, that's, that's population. Look at that. uh, Well, but it's 67,000 women that are being forced to be pregnant 
by their rapist against their will because of Donald Trump. So I, I kind yeah. of feel like we can talk damage for, for days and days. But let me, let me ask you, Frank, for those who don't know, what, what is the Good Karma Comedy Festival? What can people expect yes. and what am I walking into? So I'm not. Gonna, we're going to get into that, but at at some point, are we going to get to revisit why Donald Trump is actually genuinely afraid of Joe Biden? Yeah, let's talk about why. Why is he afraid of Joe Biden? Are oh, you want to do that now, real quick? Uh, let's do it real quick now. Okay, I, I just think that he must be genuinely afraid of Joe Biden because if Joe Biden was the senile idiot that was a walkover in the next election, they wouldn't yeah. be doing everything they could to try, right. you know, and get him replaced. They'd be like, stay out of the way. This is an easy one. We're about to play the Carolina Panthers here. Get the hell out of the way. You're right. <laughs> right. So, like, you know, you don't. Right. But for some reason, they're doing their level best to, like, try and foment all of this thing to like maybe get the democrats up in arms and then what's the problem with joe and then and then what do they really want josh shapiro to come out of the convention do that's they really the thing who's Gavin who's Nunes gonna replace to biden who's Nunes. gonna do it do they really want the what's his name from california not yeah, Gavin Nunez. that's the guy I who mean... runs true social now um <laughs> <laughs> i picked i picked the wrong dude um you know gretchen whitmer do they really want her to come out of of the convention i don't think they really do so you know i don't know you're right it's scary. And Donald Trump's been afraid of Joe Biden, at least since 2019, when he got impeached mm -hmm. for trying to right. cheat by blackmailing right. the president of Ukraine to steal the election. So now, so you're exactly now, right. He's okay. terrified of him. But but t tell me yeah. about the, the comedy festival. Okay. So during the pandemic, when all of us were stuck doing nothing but Zoom stuff for at least two years and longer, you know, in the states that were sane, um, Online, I would do a comedy festival called the Good Karma Comedy Festival that I did four times during the pandemic. And then um, once the pandemic started to lift and everything, people started to ask me and I started to think maybe go live with the festival. Now, you also know that besides being a comic myself, I do a lot of uh, different venues in different states. So I thought to myself, if people want to go live with the festival, let's grab some of the venues that I already work with and see if they want to get together and do something over a nine day uh, expanse over, over the calendar. And it's actually a mid-Atlantic regional comedy festival because we're doing 15 shows in six states over nine days. So these are all people that I was working with before and just started to kind of make this festival a unifying thing. Right on. I am so pleased and honored to be doing this with you, and that'll be this coming Sunday at the Church of Satire in Hanover, Pennsylvania. Frank, where can people go to get tickets? Uh, well, they can they can go to, uh, they can just Google Good Karma Comedy Festival, and on there, there's a tickets page, and on the tickets page, there is the instructions to get tickets for each of the different shows, how you would get right tickets on. for each one, because Church of Satire is the opening weekend, but then there's also a show in Connecticut, then there's also a show in Maryland, then there's a oh, show nice. in Pennsylvania, then there's three shows so on Thursday in Maryland and Connecticut, and then we close out upstate New York. So it's all right. over the place. So there's not one unified thing. It's more if there's a show in your area because you live two states away, because you live four hours away, you can go to that show so and Keith, only have to worry about tickets for that show. If Frank is still talking to me next year, will you come to a show with me next time at the Comedy Festival? Yes, I would. Are you <laughs> Brilliant. Kidding? Frank Vignola, thank you for joining us. And how do we follow you? 
Oh, how how do you follow me? Uh, Frank underscore Vignola underscore comedy on Instagram. Right on. God bless you, Frank. I can't wait for the show, and I can't wait to see you in person. Yeah. We got to go. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Thea. I'm John Fugelson. Keep it tuned to SiriusXM Progress. Peace.